Want to support the show and get free stuff while you do so? Go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. It's yours? No, I mother said she found it in your closet. I don't know. One of the guys must have... Must have what? Look, Dad, it's Where not... Where did you get it? Dad, Answer I... me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. April Fools! <laughs> Watch a few movies, take a few notes. It was fun. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry folks. The dolls didn't suddenly go straight edge on you. Just having a little fun with you. And fun fact for those of you under the age of 35, that's the actual commercial where that famous meme came from. But enough about silly April Fool's Day pranks. We're here to talk about pranks that turn deadly with vengeful motivations. You know, the good kind. So be careful whom you prank this year as tonight, the Dells discuss 2008's April Fool's Day. And now, the Dells of Horror. It's showtime. guys, welcome back to the Dolls of Horror podcast, the spot to feed your tormented addiction. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. Hey, Jamie, April Fools. April Fools on you. <laughs> I have no joke to go with that. I'm bad at jokes. so I don't either. Gosh, for an April Fools Day podcast, I didn't oh, have any pranks you know, prepared. Okay, I got, I got one. I got one. Tonight, we're going to be covering Black Christmas. April Fools! (laughs) You got me. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, just tell you we're doing the wrong movie. Make you have a mini panic attack. "Uh, I don't have quotes for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Or a movie. Something about John Saxon. I don't know. (laughs) Or like a movie we've never done before. So you literally have zero notes at all. Like, hey, we're doing madhouse this week mm-hmm. and i just have to what <laughs> something about madhouses i don't know hey jesse what's that line i liked again <laughs> right <laughs> yeah okay guys yes so tonight we are continuing our april fool's day tradition by covering the next april fool's day that i could think of movie which is the april fool's day remake from 2008 yeah. There are not that many April Fool's Day films out there. I was just wondering that, too. Are there any others that we know of? I don't know, but listeners, you need to help us out on this. If you know of any other April Fool's Day movies besides the original from 1986 mm-hmm. and Killer Party, oh, please yeah. let us know. Because next year... We, we're like, well, we're going to be doing 1986 again, I guess. And then next year, we're going to be doing Killer Party again, I guess. You know? <laughs> or, you know, like, somebody make a new April Fool's Day horror movie. Please. Yeah. Great. It's yes. been a minute. They haven't made a lot of them. There's so many options available. I mean, kind of like the holiday of Halloween, April Fool's Day is a great theme for horror. Right? Yeah. It totally is. You oh, don't know on. if it's... Don't know if it's a prank. Don't know if it's serious. Right. Anything right. could happen on April Fool's Day. Anything. Right. 
April Fool's Day is one of my good friend's birthdays, too. And that's how I always remember her birthday is April oh, 1st. Oh, that's yep. fun. Yeah, it's fun. Um, okay. So, Jamie, when's the first time you've seen this movie? You know, it's funny because um, I can't remember exactly when I first saw this one. Honestly, this one has drifted from my memory quite a bit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's one of those movies I just kind of had on um, mm -hmm. while I was doing some other shit. So my memory's kind of foggy on it. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to guess it was like, I don't know, maybe like four or five years ago. Yeah. Just kind of a random pick where I was like, I've never seen it before like the original let's yeah. check it out yeah How about you? um i think okay i know i saw it on crackle the first time i'm like oh yay i think it was right before the pandemic started or right after okay i can't remember if i was still working from home i don't think i was um so yeah it was probably right before the pandemic started was the first time and I'd always thought that I'd seen this movie and mm -hmm. I watched it and I'm like, guess not. It kind of has that vibe to it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is about it, but there is a vibe like, again, like it, my memory of it's kind of hazy from the first time I saw it. So it's like, it kind of blends together with other movies. I feel like, I don't know what right. it is about this. It's an April fool's thing. Yes, exactly. Um, so for those of you guys who have not seen 2008's April Fool's Day, here is the synopsis. Spoilers up the wazoo on this one. Yes, many spoilers ahead. A year after an April Fool's Day prank goes wrong, resulting in the death of one of their set, a group of friends finds themselves targeted by someone who is out for revenge. Now, I did not write this synopsis, but I love the way the person who did write it wrote, called them a set. I <laughs> good point. That's pretty funny. I was like, I'm keeping this. Sometimes like I'll that. read a synopsis and I'll might edit it a little bit or take something out or add something in, but I'm like, nope, this is perfect. The set. It's like us, guys. Jesse, me, and Jamie. We're a set. Oh, we're a set. We're a set. Mm-hmm. And the accessories are all our guests. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they make us look even better. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. We already um, look pretty good, but uh, they make us look better, too. Damn right. <laughs> it stars Taylor Cole, Josh Henderson, Samuel Child, and Scout Taylor Compton, fresh off of Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Written by Michael Weigart and Phil Flores and Mitchell Alteria. A.K.A. Mitchell and Phil, known as the Butcher Brothers. They're not really brothers, as far as I can tell. They're just a team. Oh, but they're, they're not just, cool, you know? Yeah, they're just uh, they're just really good friends. They like I, to make movies together. Yeah, and I love that. I love the name, the Butcher Brothers. That's fun. That is fun. They're like the dolls. They're like the Butcher Brothers. Oh, they're that's and, cute, right? I had to do a little research on this because watching it, I saw directed by. It's like, oh. Who are they? Yeah. Right? I'm like, okay. Who are these butcher guys? Right. Want to know more? Want to know more? I haven't seen anything else they've done, though. I looked it up. Yeah. I wasn't familiar with them. Right. Um, okay. Jumping right on in, as usual, with our favorite kill. Why would he want to kill his own girlfriend? 
There's always some stupid bullshit reason to kill your girlfriend. We had some good ones in this, though. We did. You know, it was kind of hard to pick because there's some fun ones. Um, yeah. But I do just because, you know, I'm such a dog lover. Um, yeah. I have to give it to, I think his name is Charles. Yes. I think he's the gossip columnist, which yes. I, I love and I have thoughts on, of course, because that's kind of kind of a reporter kind of not really all the way um but the thing is he is a gossip columnist but he's also an author because he made a book he did (laughs) i refer to him as the author yeah yeah that works too um but yeah you know he drowns in his in the pool trying to save trying to save his dog which is actually just a little stuffed animal of his dog um you know and he's in his little his little silver trunks and <laughs> they were so of, silvery they were and they were so trunks um and so he's like he's like kind of just like flopping in the water a little bit and then he drowns and he leaves a good body so I, I gotta give it to that one you know that was on my list of honorables um i laughed because i was watching this and henry had come to the bedroom and then he fell asleep but not before he saw that scene he laughed when charles jumped into the water because he did it in such a flamboyant way he did and then he flounders around and drowns and i looked over i said rich people in their pools who can't swim huh yeah i know right it's like you have a pool and you're afraid of water right oh he wasn't that he was afraid but he wasn't that afraid because you know the dog it's all about the dog which well you respect man yeah i seriously like you push past your fears to Mm -hmm. protect the ones you love yeah you know Dogs yes. are family members, so for sure. Yes. I would have jumped in there too, but I can swim. <laughs> yeah, so he was when I wrote down, God, I had so many I wrote down. Um, I'll give you my winner first, but then I want to talk some more. So I think my winner is going to have to be Barbie as she gets electrocuted simply because as like when Tori and I did The Hills Have Eyes, I think my favorite kill was Bob because he got burned at the stake. And when his body fell down, there was smoke coming out of his orifice and she had the same effect and I loved it. I was living for it. I think that's such a great detail to have on any sort of burning or electrocution. Um, I love all those kinds of deaths you see in movies. I don't see that effect often. I don't know if that's because it's not real and doesn't happen like that or if they just don't think of it. So loved it. I imagine that because I've seen it portrayed in movies a couple times, I really liked it too. I'm going to believe that's what actually happens. Right. Because if yeah. it was in a horror movie, it's got to be. Got to be right. real. <laughs> For sure. I mean, it's like I read it on the internet. It has to be true. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so that's my winner because of the smoke. The smoke pushed it over for me. I okay. love the smoke. It's actually one of my favorite like little special effects moments in the yes. movie. It was really, really cool. It yeah. was great. It was a good detail and did not go unnoticed, obviously. Oh. I loved also, I need to give honorable mentions to two others. One is Ryan, as I called Slice and Run. Oh, I called it some I called it drive by slicing. Drive by slicing, yes. In his own damn apartment with a scream knife, by the way. <laughs> Um, and then Milan in the beginning, she takes this beautiful swan dive over the rail. And she, like, the way that she lands is really beautiful and how, yeah. like, the people are around her. It's a beautiful, beautiful shot. Looks gorgeous. It is great. I love it. So those two are also good. Hard to choose. But as I said, the smoke is what won it for me. So there you go. Mm-hmm. All right. How about fashion moment? 
So many looks. Yeah, looks. Oh, this has so many looks. It does have uh does have a number of looks in it. It does. <laughs> what do you have? Um, so I feel like this is so generic, but I love pink. You know, it's my favorite color. <laughs> I love girliness. Um, so I do like Barbie's like long pink gown. It has like oh, these straps. Yeah. Really, really pretty. Her pageant I mean, gown or yes. her, yeah. Or no, it's the, the party. The, the party gown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She has a really pretty party gown dress on. Um, all so the gowns and the dresses. I mean, all the gowns in the party scene were beautiful. Just so pretty. It was hard to choose, but the pinkness mm -hmm. of it really drew me in. So that's the one. I would wear that to something fancy, I guess. Um, but, you know, runner up um, definitely goes to uh, Charles Silver Trunks uh, for my favorite kill. Oh, my runner-up is Charles the Silver Trunks. It has to be. It has to be in there. <laughs> Almost it has won. to make the cut. <laughs> so close to winning. Um, I also have a Barbie runner-up. Can I tell you about it? Uh, yeah. I loved Barbie's graveyard look. Like when they're oh. in the graveyard with the note. She's wearing like an argyle pattern skirt. Oh, and yeah. And a hot pink top. And... It was great. It was great. I was loving it. It was so good. Yeah. So I was all about that. Um, and I also loved, I mean, I don't know if this is the fashion moment. It could be a prop. Desiree's burgundy razor phone because I'd never seen one that color. I'm sure it was a case, but it was great. It matched her car too. It was, yeah. Um, in fact, most of her clothes were burgundy or red of some shade. That was her color. I noticed that, yeah. Like Barbie's was all pink, she was all burgundies. Mm -hmm. Um my winner goes to Torrance, our girl Scout Taylor Compton, when she's filming her movie. Not when she's filming her movie, because I did notice the robe. Thought of you. Um I noted it. Yes, it's I on know you it's did. on my robe list. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Um, and the dog of horror list too. I have <laughs> it on there too. I was like I was like, oh, I have two things to add to my list. My list are in my phone, so I'll stop the movie, add it to my list. So, you know, it's a, it's a running list, but it's always exciting when I get to add more than one. I know it. I know it. So I was thinking <laughs> of you for that. But no, Torrance, when she's in her trailer talking to Desiree about um, the killer, who they might think is the killer, right? And she's wearing a mm -hmm. costume, obviously, for a period piece shoot. She's she's very it's very sixties. She's wearing like a rust colored top. She's wearing a denim mini skirt. She's got these like knee high white boots. She's wearing a great big belt that's like rings connected. Mm -hmm. Ring a ring belt. I don't know what yep. you call that. Um, but you know the kind that just sort of hangs and looks good not to hold your pants up. And then she has this oversized owl necklace. Mm hmm. The whole look. I mean, I would wear that today. Just saying. Super cute. Yeah. That's a really, really good look. Yep. Yep. I, I wear it too. Yep. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. And it was great and looked great on her. So that was my my winner for sure. Good fashion moments. Thank you. Yes. Yours was great too. But no, Charles was <laughs> on my list for sure. Those trunks. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, best hair. How's my hair? Hurricane proof. Hey, it's all about the hair. Oh, I only have one. Um, I called it Barbie's graveyard hair. Again, in that scene, okay. she has like a ponytail, but then she has this like side swoop bang thing happening, and it's beautiful on her. It looks great. It looks great with the outfit too. So, yeah.
her graveyard hair. That's a really cute look. Mm -hmm. Um, I only had one as well. It's Des. Um, it's her party look, and it's like she's had the she has this headband, and um, it just looks so cute with her like an Egyptian queen. Yes, she looked like a queen. I literally wrote like crown, crown queen, like updo. Yeah, that was my favorite. For I, sure. I never wear headbands or anything, but that was gorgeous. She looked very regal. Oh, it looked really good and on her. And yeah, mm-hmm. I really loved it. Um, I notated that. I did. Yeah. Oh, prop we would like to own. I brought something out from my tree. Where did you get that? I, mean, I have I, several. I wrote <laughs> I, I wrote down any of the gowns. <laughs> Like I said, I'd take that too. Yeah. <laughs> Any of the gowns. Um, well, I'll take them all. But I mean, my winner, it's so generic. I really had trouble finding a prop aside from the clothes that I all wanted to own. Um, and that is the note, of course, to meet in the cemetery. It's perfect for this movie. It's very, I know what you did last summer. I know. I don't care. I love it. Yeah. Hey, well, I I love, I know what you did last summer. So it definitely made me think of that too. And I was like, I'm okay with that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Definitely an homage. Respect. Oh yeah. Definitely respect. Um, I actually had a few items that I really liked. Um, okay. So one of my runner ups is, um, I want that little little fake Elton stuffed animal dog that they throw into the pool. Yeah. I would cuddle with that. I love dogs. And by the way, side note, it wasn't it great that they took the dog, like when they found dead dead guy, and his dog was there. They took the dog because so the dog wouldn't be alone. Oh, I'm like good because if they left it, I would have been yeah. so pissed. I would have been like screaming right. at the television, like there is a dog, a confused, scared dog. Pick it right. up, take it is with it- you, give it a treat and lots of love. His owner is dead. He saw it. <laughs> it was traumatic. The dog is going through grief. Like, and you just, yes. anyway. Yeah. I'm glad that they picked it up. That would have been the first thing that I did. Well, maybe yep. first thing would have been like, ah, you know, what do we do about this? And then pick up the dog. Ah, what do we do about this? I have right. a dog. Um, <laughs> right. So I would like that. Um, my other runner up is uh, they show a clip. You know, I love like newspapers. Um, mm-hmm. So they show a clip of his gossip column and it says one year later, the mystery remains. And it has a picture of um, Milan. But the thing I want the most, and this is so like predictable for me, I feel like um, it's the lifestyles of the rich and the deadly book. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know why I didn't pick that. It's I thought you would. I thought we were gonna have the same item. He just they hold he holds it up for like just a just a couple of seconds, like yeah. five seconds. I think God, the font is in book. pink. Yeah. Man, why I was sleeping. Clearly. Clearly. I was not myself when I did my homework. Girl. Yeah. What? Get it together. I um Ooh. I totally imagined that you would be picking that one too. I thought we were mm-hmm. totally gonna have the same thing. I wish well, I had. I, after I read it, I'll lend it to you. Thank you. Thank you. No, um, I'm glad I went first because I totally changed my mind and lie and like, yeah, I picked that too. No, I I'm, I'm too <laughs> honest for that, but I would be like, I wish I picked that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um can we do Epicline? Boy, the next word that comes out of your mouth better be some brilliant fucking Mark Twain shit because it's definitely getting chisel on your tombstone. Okay, oh. you go first. 
Okay. Well, I have two lines. Um, one is a runner up and then one is my winner. And I'm not, I'm like trying to decide if we have the same one because it's like, I mean, it just like this movie, this quote has to happen. But anyway, my runner up, um, just cause I love when a horror movie references another horror thing is when, uh, somebody says way towards the beginning, guy thinks he's Hitchcock and the girl responds, who's that? <laughs> Ryan, glad to see you're living the dream. Guy thinks he's Hitchcock. Who? <laughs> Who? Who? <laughs> Hitchcock, bitch. But um, anyway, <laughs> my my favorite my favorite line is um. Just... <laughs> I would have known, and if I, you know, I mean, even if you don't like horror or like suspense or whatever, like you should know who that is, like. It's like you've never heard that word before. You don't know who Hitchcock is. Like, at least you know. Like, come on, let's get it together. Where you Ooh. been, girl? You have to have family who has seen it, knows it. You've had to have read a book or heard about. Anyway, I digress. You broke me. <laughs> I did it again, folks. Um, okay. Well, you know. Compose yourself because I got this other line, um, and it's it, it's it's um you know I feel like it's such a I feel like it's so cheap to pick this line, but it, I just had to because it's April Fool's Day, bitch. I can't. I just don't. I don't feel right. What what's wrong? What's the matter? I just don't feel right. I... I'm sorry. <laughs> April Fool's Day, bitch. You said that was your winner, yet? Yeah. Well, this is not my winner. This is my number three. Jesse, play it. I may have accidentally killed her, but it takes a naive person like yourself to call those people innocent. I don't deserve to die any more than they did. <laughs> you finished. <laughs> what? Oh. April Fool's, bitch. <laughs> I love it that we had the original and then the callback. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Yep. Also, funny yep. side note to that, um, folks. So, um, it, the the hilarious thing that completely coincidental besides the fact that they chose the same line but separately was the fact that those lines occur exactly one hour apart from each other in the movie. So when I got the timestamp for Summers and then got the timestamp for Jamie's, I was like, did you mean at 21 oh. minutes or one hour and 21 minutes? Because and Jamie's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's 21 minutes. And I listened to what? <laughs> Holy shit. So they're both being said exactly one hour apart from each other in the what? movie both of those lines so yeah that's awesome oh, wow no wonder so you were cool. confused yeah <laughs> because i didn't give him any of the lead up i just gave him same it's april fool's bitch yep same same yeah. oh, oh now awesome. it all makes sense you sneaky 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 jesse you didn't even let on that like this amazing thing was happening you sneaky wizard you <laughs> i didn't make the movie i'm just telling you that what happened <laughs> I know you were directly responsible for this timing thing. Like, that is wizardry.
Speaking of wizardry, I don't have this. I didn't give this to Jesse because it didn't rank for me. I found it really weird and insensitive. But one of the lines in this movie is, if that ends up on the interweb, I'll have you raped by a wizard. I I, I noticed that too, yeah. And then he continues, that is a promise, not a threat. Yes. I, I would like to take this moment to thank you for not choosing that as one of your lines. Just considering the circumstances. <laughs> Just saying. Um, I okay. also intentionally did not choose that line, but I noticed it because there was right. a wizard moment in it. There was also other. <laughs> yeah. And little did I know that I was going to be referencing wizard. Jesse during the epic lion segment so it worked out so I just wanted to mention that um yeah. so honestly April Fool's bitch wasn't even going to be mentioned I was just going to stick with two of them but since you said it I had to piggyback on it because it was kind of oh, yeah. brilliant um brilliant. my runner-up is when the police show up to what's his name's apartment guy who gets his throat slit and one of them, I think it's there. And one of them says, if this is another goddamn April Fool's joke, I'm going to shoot somebody in the ass. No, the car was a hangover. Man, if this is another goddamn April Fool's joke, I'm going to shoot somebody in the ass. <laughs> That'll teach him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, my winner. What do you think my winner is, Jamie? Oh gosh, I don't know. I feel okay. like when I, I feel like when I hear it, I'll be like, duh. But... Yeah, you will. You will. Um, Lay so it on me. I told Jamie and Jesse before we started recording this, because Jesse has our lines. We don't tell each other our lines, so Jesse's the only one with knowledge here about what we've done. Um, I made a meme of this when I first saw this movie, and I said, "This is just, it's me. It's me. It's something I would say. It's exactly how I feel." Um, play it, Jesse. Uh, come in. That, that's far enough right there. What you got? It's the new poll numbers. And how are they? Not so hot. That's, that's fine. Stuart, don't, you don't have to come any closer. Thought after that pro-life rally, I'd be on top. That's... Peter, it's April 1st. We talked about the fact that this one-year anniversary would haunt us. No, I just didn't realize. Oh, it's okay. We'll just do a little spin control. You know, we'll do a few more visits, some town hall meetings. Hey, there's that new uh, pediatric wing that's opening up this week. No, that's no, that's fine. I'm not going to do that. I don't, I don't like the smell of those. What, hospitals? No, the babies. I don't like... I don't. Uh, they got the little hands and the faces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I noted that, too, because I was like, agreed. Yeah. Now, the whole thing, really, because it might get away from me. You know? <laughs> like, mm. just, just in life, unless... I love you like you guys I want hugs all the time get away from me you know <laughs> so, no that's far enough I'm like yeah, that's good I mean the context of that that scene though was he was doing something really embarrassing with himself no not that guys but he was talking to a, a photo of himself that he had on his laptop computer if you haven't seen this movie um and he's telling himself how great he is to his photo yep. and then uh so-and-so walks in and uh, he gets caught in the act of praising his photo. And he's like, no, don't, don't come any closer. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, all right. Good lines. Let's talk about yeah. our cast. You know, every face in here. I got a respect for the unknown actor. Yeah. Good cast. Um, I don't know a lot of them. 
I really don't know a lot of them, but I will tell you that throughout this movie, I was suffering a little bit of like, oh, the, I feel like I've seen that person before. Mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. who that person is. They look mm -hmm. familiar to me. So mm -hmm. it's a classic case of like people who look like other people or like maybe are just a little nondescript. I don't know, but I didn't really know as many people as I thought I did. Right. So a lot of these people I have seen before, though, in a very small role. So I had to think real hard. Um, but let's start off with our, our headliner, our lead, Taylor Cole. Um, I saw her in a movie called All You've Got. It's a TV movie about volleyball, and she was a volleyball, volleyball player. So there's that. Um, she did... Heroes, love that show. Uh, oh, she yeah. did Entourage, also love that show. And she did a Christmas movie called Christmas Festival of Ice. Now, I have not seen this movie. I thought it was going to be about ice skating. It turns out it's about ice sculpting, so I'm a little <laughs> disappointed. But it still looks like something I might check out next Christmas season. So there's that. I like... <laughs> I like that it's about ice sculpting. I know. I was kind of So they make, like, they make like sculptures out of ice? Yeah. Okay. I've, <laughs> I've, never, I've never thought about that world before. So I'm kind of fascinated. Like an anthropologist, you know? Right. Like, like, what is it like? Like, what compels people to make things out of ice? It's art. Um, you, I don't, I don't know if they still do this because I kind of quit hanging around downtown a lot. But in Grant Park, I think it was Grant Park, down here, downtown, Jamie, kind of where we went to go see the fountain. Okay. Um, they used to have ice sculpture competitions. And the Ooh. sculptures, of course, would stay for weeks because it's zero degrees outside. So, and I would go and I wouldn't watch the competition or watch them do it. It was a whole weekend event. But I would go and I would look at the sculptures and they were amazing. There was full size like gazebo sculptures made of ice. Whoa. I took pictures one year. I'll send them to you. Um, I remember one year we had an earthquake. I think maybe 2010, 2011. We had a small earthquake. It, it was big enough to crack the sidewalks. Wow. Um, and it broke some of the sculptures. Made me sad. Aww. Yeah. But um yeah, they sound so, beautiful. I'm a desert dweller, so I'm like, yeah. what? What are right. you doing with this ice? We could be drinking that. Right. We don't have water. <laughs> right? There's plenty of snow here to turn into water. Uh, yeah, so we had ice sculpture competitions here. So, I mean, cool. I'm Literally. cool with this movie about ice sculptures, though I am still disappointed it's not about ice skating, but can't yeah. have everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> any thoughts on Taylor? I mean, I loved her in this. I thought she was gorgeous and she really like she was like the right face and like personality for that role. Like Perfect. totally. Um, she's been in like a few thing, like few shows that I've seen, but I can't like completely like recall her from them. Some of them are like one episode things. So I, I haven't really seen her in, in anything. Yeah. Um I I I knew who she was. I'd seen her um in that movie, like I said, but yeah. Now, Josh Henderson, who plays Blaine, I have seen him before a little bit. Um, he was in Step Up. Yep. He was in the Dallas reboot. Oh, okay. He was in the 90210 reboot. Mm. Played such a dickhead in that, man. I was so happy to see him go. Um, 
And then he did this movie called Leeches. It's a ripoff of ticks, like a total ripoff of ticks. Like oh down to God. the down to the mutated ticks. It's like mutated leeches. Nice. Yeah, steroid infused leeches instead of ticks. Oh. Wow, that's fun. Very gooey. Uh so there was that. Uh what about you? Yeah, you know, um, I, I've seen him in Step Up. I've seen Step Up. Um, he was also in The Girl Next Door, which is like a early 2000s like comedy. And he played the pep rally jock in that. Um, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. So I'm like trying to picture him in it. But I have seen that movie multiple times. So I think I've seen that movie. But if I did, it was only once. So I'm not okay. sure. It's been a minute. But, I haven't seen it in a minute, but <laughs> but honestly, when I watched this movie, the only thing I saw was nine hundred two one zero for me because his character was very memorable, you know. In that, yeah, and he wasn't even like a regular regular. He only had a few episodes, but yeah, total con man in that. Um, hmm. Scout Taylor Compton plays Torrance. Uh course fresh off of rob zombies halloween part one um she did this movie that i saw recently it was on tubi called wicked little things Ooh. Mm -hmm. she did charmed mm -hmm. and when i talked to her at the days of the dead atlanta she was having a new movie premiere on lifetime that night actually called triple threat she plays triplets oh, fun i know right yeah, yeah. of course, for me, it's all it's all about the Halloween for her. Same for me, too. I will say, um, you know, she is doing a she's doing that podcast with Danielle mm -hmm. Harris. It's I think it's called Talk Scary to Me. Mm -hmm. um, so that's been fun. I've been I've been enjoying that. And like, uh, so that was honestly like the now that's like the first thing I think of her in because like yeah. they'll play little clips and stuff, too. Um, but yeah, that and Halloween are where I know her mm -hmm. most. Mm, Joe Edgner plays Ryan. The only thing I saw him on was that uh, show I loved with Peter Spellos called American Dreams. And that's it. Oh, okay. Um, you know, he was in this movie that I saw. It's called um, it's called Jonathan. It's it has this <gasps> like. Have you seen that about the boy about the evil um, kid? No, it's not okay. a horror movie. It's kind of like a sci-fi. Um, it has this model, like this British model I like in it, where, like, it's about, like, these, like, twin twin brothers, kind of. Oh. Um, yeah, so it, it was pretty good. Um, he was in that, and I recognized him from that. Other than that, um, not a whole lot. I don't think I... I, I I feel like I might have seen him in one other thing, but I kind of just recognize him from Jonathan. I think the movie I'm thinking of is Joshua. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think it's a different movie. Yeah, another J name, but no, yeah, yeah Joshua, um, starring Sam Rockwell. So good. Oh, I love By Sam Rockwell. You know, right? Check it out. It's a good movie. It's super creepy. It's like um, The Omen. Cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. It's like The Omen meets The Orphan. Ooh, okay. I know. Count me in. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Um, Jennifer Siebel plays Barbie. Uh, I mean, she was in Rent. Yeah. The movie. Um, but I think I only really actually remember her from is this television show with Damian Lewis called Life. Hmm. I don't think so. I've ever seen that. 
it was good. I liked it. Um, I think it was short-lived, though, so I don't think it did very well. But, yeah, but that's kind of it. But I really liked her. I thought she was great. How about you? I, th I thought she was great, too, but, I, yeah, I haven't really seen her in anything. Mm -hmm. um, Samuel Child plays Peter. Piranha 3D. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, along with the Passions 90210 talk we got going on, Piranha needs to be added to that list. <laughs> I know. It just keeps coming up. It does. Um, yeah, but that's all for me. What about you? That was all for me, too. All right. Um, Joseph McEiler plays Charles. He had 26 roles, and I have not seen any of them. Same. Okay. <laughs> Moving right along, Sabrina Aldridge played Milan. She only had three roles. And guess what? One of them I own. It's called Deck the Halls. It's a Christmas movie with Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito. Oh, my God. Wow. It's awesome. Kristen <laughs> Chenoweth is in it, and I love me some Kristen. I got to see her play Glinda <gasps> the Good Witch on um, on Broadway and Wicked. Oh, my God. Um, I love her so much. I was yeah. in the Tucson Girls Chorus, like a girls chorus, and we got to tour to New York City one year. I was 16. We got to go see Wicked on Broadway, and it was the original cast. It was her as Glinda the Good Witch and yeah. then Idina Menzel as uh, as uh, Alphaba, the Bad Witch. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get I didn't get Kristen's autograph, but you know because the Wicked Witch had to take off so much green makeup, we waited you know behind or like at the door, yeah. and we were able to get her autograph because she had yeah. so much makeup to take off. I love her. Yeah, <laughs> um, I love Kristen so much. Ever oh. since, ever since you're a good man, Charlie Brown, that which she won a Tony for. Aww. I mean, it's my favorite cast recording of that show. She played Sally Brown. She had a great song called My Philosophy, My New Philosophy. Aww. And you know what? I'll send it to you Yeah. when we get off this because it might make you feel better about your work day. It sure makes me feel better about my work day. It's kind of oh, my yeah. philosophy. Listening to the song is my philosophy on, on my work day most days. Awesome. So, totally sending it to you. Um, <clears throat> Frank J. Ard plays Wilfred. Uh, he had nine roles. I had not seen any of them, but I loved him as our butler. Oh, he was fun. I, I almost, um, I did note his little line where she's like, you too or something. And he's like, you've always been an insufferable bitch. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. No, I haven't seen him in anything else but this. Uh, let's see here. And the last one I notated was Michael Beasley, who is credited as kitchen staffer, but he's the one that cut his finger. Yep. Um, this was his third role. He's done quite a few things, but yeah. I remember him from The Great Debaters, Blight, Allegiant, and Cell. Okay. All one words. <laughs> Except great. Yeah. Um, you know, I saw him in this movie Fist Fight. It has um Charlie Day and Ice Cube um <laughs> in it. It's like a comedy. Um, so I, I've seen him in that. I mean, he's also been in like an episode of House of Cards, which I was watching for a little bit. He was in an episode of Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Um so he <laughs> he's I've never heard of that. Yeah. Um he was in a few he was in Eastbound and Down, which is another comedy show. Oh, yeah. So I've I've seen him in a few things for sure. The Bay, um, yeah, definitely. He's done a lot of movies. He's been in like seventy eight movies. Yeah, so him, I, him I've seen in stuff. Yeah. 
All right. That's all I have for cast. Anyone else that I missed that you want to talk about? No. There was cool. a lot of other people listed, but those were kind of the only ones I looked at. Right. I looked at all the other ones just to make sure, and I wasn't familiar, so. Yeah. Um, special effects. It doesn't matter what happened. What matters is what looks like what happened, and what looks like what happened is pretty nasty. Well, one of our effects people credited on this movie is David Beavis. And David Beavis did effects for The Conjuring, Strangers, and Piranha 3 Double D. <laughs> <laughs> and those effects in Piranha 3 Double D are gnarly. I love them. They're gross. I still haven't seen Double D, but They're I like gross. gnarly. I like gnarly effects. So. They're full of gross. I mean, it's gross. It is body so. gore, man. Nice. It is. Ugh. So, I mean, good movie to work on for effects for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, um, what do you think about our effects for April Fool's Day? I didn't have very many notes except for the smoke. I really didn't have a lot of notes either. Like. It's not to say that, like, when they did special effects, it wasn't good. Like, right. the smoke was great. Um, you know, Charles' body looked really good. Yeah, because um, he's all purple and stuff. Right. But, you know, it wasn't it wasn't super special effects heavy. Um, not in the sense of, like, a lot of, like, shown gore or anything like that. There wasn't a whole lot of it. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have much to say, but... Right. Um, yeah, but it was good. Um, you know, I think maybe a lot of our effects might, a lack of effects maybe, kind of like with part one of the original April Fool's Day is these people didn't really die. There's a twist, you know. Exactly. These people mm -hmm. weren't actually dead. So maybe they, that's why we didn't see the effects because they weren't dead. Right. So there was that. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. Cinematography. I've, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. Michael Maley did our cinematography. He did Alien Part 3, Running Man, RoboCop. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Ah, I love Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And Society. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, love a lot society. of people did effects in Society. I mean, yeah. was, there was a big team on that movie. And actually, it was that a lot of effects. Before I thought of a movie that we have to do first because of holidays, I was going to recommend Society we do next. But I we'll, we'll do Society real soon, but I realized that Easter's coming up <laughs> real quick. I would, I would love to do Society, though. Oh, my God. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I had two movies that I really, really wanted to do in the near future. One was Society because it's so different. It really is. And one is House. If you're oh, game for House, yeah, the original. Yeah, always, always, yeah. Um, especially since in Days of the Dead Chicago, unless he cancels, George Wendt is scheduled to be there, as is William Cott. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so totally down. I love House. All right, cool. So Critters Part 2 for Easter. You heard it here first, guys. And then our next recordings after that. Society and House, all streaming Yay. on Tubi, so y'all can watch along. Awesome. There you go. Now the now the listeners know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So good effects guy, man, because those society effects were gnarly. Seriously. Mm hmm. Um. And cinematography, I mean, too. Um. 
I keep saying effects, but I I think a lot of times in my brain, I think effects and cinematography are kind of the same, even though they're not, but they do work together, right? They do. Yeah. Sometimes uh, sometimes something will happen where I'm like, I'm not sure if I should call this cinematography or special right. effects. Right. Because it was a little bit of both. So, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, I really liked your cinematography on this one. Um this movie did have a very, like, uh, as we put it with Clark with a 90s gloss, this had a very 2000s gloss to oh, it. Oh, yeah. This it movie has a, was so glossy. It definitely, like, and this is not, I'm not, this is not like a diss or anything. No. Um, it definitely has a very, like, direct-to-video gloss yeah. and kind of feel to it. So I, But not in a cheap know, way. Not yeah, cheap, exactly. Because there is that cheap directed video way, right? Where we see it, and, it's, and that's not that's not what we're saying, right? Right. But it does look like that. Like I pretty yeah. much knew, like you know, okay, this was direct to video. Mm -hmm. Um, so you know, I didn't have a whole lot of notes on cinematography. I will say that like it was very crisp. Um, there was a good yellow apartment hallway delight moment <laughs> that I liked. Um. I like when the man is like messing with the breaker or whatever, and there's like a spot of light on his face. Um, that was really great. I I notated that too. Yeah, that was beautiful. I love when um I love when you use light to like mm -hmm. illuminate somebody's face like that. Um, and then I, I love it when it's used in like shards of light, like not a full same. light. Yeah, exactly. A shade, just a like shade a shard. Of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, that van chase. I just like loved the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's really cinematography or just a moment, but I like the van chase. And that's pretty yeah. much it. I, you know, they had a few little, like, cam, like, video camera kind of moments, too, which was kind of fun to have thrown in there as well. Yeah, for sure. All right. Music. Music. <laughs> oh, you know... I didn't have many notes on music, except I stole our phrase from Friday the 13th Part 2 in angry violins during the chase scene. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. I was like, hey, this has shades of angry violins right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, I didn't have a whole lot of notes either. Um, I liked the cartoony kind of van chase music. Again, I just like the van chase. <laughs> the I, honorable late late kill mention. I'm glad that that guy got run over by a van with his face on it. That was kind of fun. You just like vans. Um, yeah, I do. You know what can I say? Van life. Um, but uh, <laughs> I I liked that. And then there's a moment where there's kind of like an alt girl band. Like the music is kind of like alternative. Like oh girl yeah. Rock. I liked that. I meant to look up the name. I didn't, but I liked that song. As far as like the score itself, um, and again, this is not a diss, but it had it definitely had like a kind of movie of the week, mm -hmm. straight to video kind of sound. Like, yeah. not necessarily a diss. That's At least it wasn't like. distracting. Yeah, it wasn't. I didn't notice it most of the time, but do, when I noticed it, I noticed it. Yeah, some movies we do, the music is so distracting, it really pulls away from the scene instead of adding to the scene. So this was not that, at least. But you're yeah. right, it was mm -hmm. a very movie of the week, but which I love. So I'm, oh, yeah. I'm all for that, you know. I like it, too. So it's definitely not a diss, this, no. but it's the sound. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, Aging. God, I look 20 years old. I mean, we just said it, 2000s gloss, man. Oh, so obvious. It's, 
there's some references in there too like the car is a 2007 um she mentions that she doesn't want to look like amy winehouse when her makeup is running and right. i'm like okay yeah that's definitely not <laughs> that ages it a bit um the phones uh -huh. i mean it, the razor the whole... The whole feel and look of this movie says early 2000s. <laughs> Which is funny because isn't this 2008? I think it is 2008. But I'd still call that in the first, you know, the first 10 yeah. years of the 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, technically, we're still in the early 2000s when the grand scheme of things, right? Yeah, in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> for the for whole sure. 100 years, this is early. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, agree with all that. Yeah. For sure. Uh, some of the fashion gives it away, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like Scout's outfit so much, because it was um, a costume. It was a period mm -hmm. costume at that. So it was like very, not 2000s. Yeah, very not 2000s. <laughs> um, but like I said, I would wear Barbie's funeral outfit like today. Like it's so cute. It was cute. Very so cute. cute. Yeah. Um, twist. It's too late, Kruger. I know the secret now. Okay. I'm just going to go for it. Um, yeah. Well, there's three. I got three. Okay. Um, Same. Desiree's confession that no one is dead, and then no one is dead except for Milan. And then I had unsafe gunplay. <laughs> Very. Oops. Uh Never point a gun at someone, even if it's not loaded. Really? No. No. That's how accidents happen. Yeah. Um, and then um, Blaine is actually really quite happy his sister is dead, no matter what he said in court. <laughs> 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 I don't know if that's a twist, but that's where I put it. Yeah. And, you know, um, I think it's interesting because, you know, Going into this one, if you've seen the first one, and I'm assuming most people have seen the original who are watching this one, right. um, you know, it's like you kind of already know, like you kind of already have a feeling that yeah. they're not going to be real deaths, mm -hmm. you know, so it was like a twist, but like also I, I fully expected that. I was fully expecting Milan not to be dead. I was surprised when that oh. was actually still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, oops. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i expected her to be actually still be alive and be in on the whole thing don't know how they would have swung that with all the press and all but anyway right yeah um but this movie is pretty twisty and i liked it yeah it really had um this one um had a very like kind of whodunit mm -hmm. kind of feel to it too mm -hmm. which was fun mm -hmm. yeah yeah for sure um pacing Glenn? Are you still watching? Yeah, so? I'm just checking. Uh, I mean, it's an hour and a half, so it's perfect for me. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, I'd be so bored if this movie drug on any longer. This movie does not need to be any longer than that. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say about the pacing, you know, I think it was fine. I'm kind of with you, like, I, I don't think I could take, like, a longer version of this movie. I could probably take a slightly shorter version of this movie. But a little bit. I can't think of, like, a particular moment that, like, dragged on or anything, you know? The like, party kind of dragged a little bit. 
Yeah. A I, little bit. But they were setting up characters, too, so it was also exactly. important. Exactly. And there's a lot of characters to deal with. So there maybe, is. you know, maybe if it was like a smaller group of main characters, that scene wouldn't have felt like quite as drawn out. But yeah, I could have I could have used, I guess, like maybe like 10 minutes dropped off would be OK with me. But pacing was pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Um, Scary. <laughs> we are laughing. I mean, that says it right there for me. <laughs> yeah, we are laughing. Um, we are laughing. Nothing really does scare us, but we just recorded the purge. I'm like, actually, this is kind of scary. Whereas this is definitely not scary. I mean, except for the unsafe gunplay, because I am a, I am pro gun, but I am also scared of guns all at the like, same time. So. You're pro gun safety too. I'm definitely it's like, pro gun safety. You know, it's like you gotta gotta know what you're doing. Make yeah. sure that you know you know how to carry properly. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you know how to use that. Yes, and I was raised around weapons, around guns specifically, lots of them, and I was always put like a great fear into me about this is not a toy, and they made sure that I was afraid of that thing. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did a good job of scaring me about the gun. So I'm pro-gun, but I'm pro-gun safety. And uh, the, so the gun is kind of scary. Please don't point that thing at me ever, even if it's not loaded or has blanks. Just don't. Yeah. You know, I'll say that, like, I uh, I would never really be in a similar situation to this this group of the set. This you know what I mean? true. Because, like, my my friends aren't, like, this elite group who, no. like, throw debutante hey! balls. I mean, <laughs> we don't throw debutante balls and, like, play horrible pranks on each other where but we think each other die. Right. <laughs> we, also, we also don't roofie friends of ours and then yeah. they fall off a, yeah. Calcony. I don't really have. I don't really hang out with the crowd who likes to roofie each other for fun. Um, so I don't think I would have this problem. I don't think I would be in this situation in my life. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love my friends too much to go on this like very, um, this very like intricate um, revenge. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think I have anybody in my life who'd want to pull like that kind of revenge. Oh, I do, but they're not friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, they're not very, I mean, they're, they're popular friends. They're not good friends. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, story. There's a formula to it. A very simple formula. Everybody's a suspect. I was not overly fond of the story. Yeah, I mean, it's... I wasn't really that into it. I now, I now, okay, I'll say this: I did like this movie better watching it for homework than I did the first time I watched it. Yeah, but yeah, I I could agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what I would want to make better, so I have nothing to contribute to this. But I don't know, I'm just not not too crazy about it. You know, it's 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 not. It's it's just not anything like super exciting. It's right. just kind of like your standard like revenge story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. What, anything else you want to add to that? Uh, you know, no. I I didn't really feel strongly about right. the story. I I mean, again, it's just a prank story. I've kind of seen it before. You know, um, they took a slightly different direction, obviously, than the first one, which I think was smart, mm -hmm. but. Mm -hmm. So so. Yeah. 
this this one might grow on me when I watch it more um, in the next few years. If I watch it again in a couple of years, I might like it better. But right now, I'm not overly fond of it. Um, yeah. Movie rating. Overall movie rating. Time to get clowny. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Perfect soundbite for this movie. Love it. <laughs> uh, what do you think? What's what's your overall? So you know, um, this doesn't this doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Um, it's you know, I I tend to give movies higher scores than this. Um, just because like you know, it's fun, but it's not like. It's it doesn't necessarily stand out super much for me, so I'm gonna give it like a five, and like hmm, does his headband in the beginning? Ah, oh, hey, I'm all about that. Yeah, so it's like five and a quarter. Five and a quarter. <laughs> um, you know, I'm a little bit less than you on this. I'm going to give this one four and an oversized ring belt. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, that being said, four is not terrible for me. I will watch a four again. All right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So four is not bad, bad. It's just not my favorite. Right. Or even half my favorite. But I will definitely Same. watch it again. And I'll tell people that if they are completists, they should definitely watch this. They won't be completely unhappy. You know, yeah. it's not it's not a waste of time at all. It has it's it has its moments, mm -hmm. and again, like the pool of April Fool's horror movies to draw from, it's right? Small, so I mean, unless you want to watch the original every single April Fool's Day, which like I mean, which have it, at it, which I did for years. I mean, I've done it like pretty much every time, except <laughs> um, for now I have Killer Party in my life. I was gonna say now I have Killer Party, so I can mix it up a little bit. Yep. But um, yeah, yeah, I um. If, if you're looking for something new to add to your April Fool's Day mm -hmm. fun, you can give this one a try. Yeah. There's dogs and robes. If you have lists like me, you can add Always. something to both. Hallways. No toilet terror. But... Scream knives. <laughs> Gowns. Gowns. I don't know. Would that, would that murder scene in the set of the bathroom be a toilet terror? <laughs> You know, because toilet terrors are kind of hard to come by, and I don't get to add stuff to that list. There very was often. a toilet in that scene, though it was a set. There was a toilet. I do sometimes include those. So, oh, okay. All You'll right. think about it. Okay. It's not on I'm... the list yet, but you're thinking about it. That's all like, I ask. I'm considering it. Right. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we do need more April Fool's Day movies to choose from. Listeners, let us know of any other. Besides these three April Fool's movies that you know of so we can watch them and possibly cover them, please. Yeah. Okay. I have fun facts. If you see anything funny, call me. Anything funny like what? I don't know. Again, these all came from the internet, so I'm questioning some of it, but I'm still going to say it because I don't have very many, okay? All right. Um... This was originally supposed to be a direct remake of the 86 April Fool's Day, but was rewritten to make it more modern. Okay. Okay. And uh, give more twists. Uh, Milan Hastings' headstone reads 1986, the year of the original movie. Fun. Frank Mancuso Jr. produced the original version of this film. I don't know 
what exactly that means. I'm thinking it's the original version of this film, not the original version of the old film. But he produced um, Friday the 13th movies. Okay. So if that name sounds familiar, he's in charge of those. By the way, he's super handsome, too. Just FYI. Mm -hmm. He's pretty dreamy. Um, And then my final fun fact is this score is a variation of the original April Fool's Day theme. And um, I don't know if that's true, but I like the thought. I like that idea. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. It is shout out time. Okay. So first we have to shout out our Patreons, John and Daryl. And there was much John. rejoicing. <laughs> Love pew, you boys pew, pew. so yeah. much. So much. Um, Thank you for believing us every week, as well as all of our other listeners who believe in us every week and give us feedback and talk to us and comment on our photos. It's so fun conversing with you, right? It is. It really is. You guys are so fun and cool and very supportive. And yeah. I just like nerding out about horror movies with y'all. Horror family is the best family. That's all oh, I'm it saying. really is. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two members of our doll crew is our Clark doll, our, our artist. He's amazing. So amazing. Love that man so much. Um, he constantly blows me away with his Clark art. Oh, my God. Seriously. And he knows us so bad. See, he knows us so much. Yes. I mean, it's kind of creepy. If we are com- he and I are so in sync sometimes. Oh, so I'm on my way to work this morning and I'm listening to the Purge episode that we did, right? Okay. At the same time I'm listening to this Purge episode, he's texting me a piece of his new art, a very rough draft of some of the characters he's drawing. He asks me to guess which movie it's from, but I mean, this looks really familiar, but I can't figure it out. He says House of Wax remake, right, is when we're talking about the House of Wax remake is playing on this episode that I'm listening to. Wow. That we just recorded just a few days before, by the way. This is uh, yeah, totally. we pushed through real quick because it was Purge Week, y'all. And um, yeah, and um, it, he said it as I'm listening to it. He says it five minutes later, I hear us talk about it. And it's like, dude, we just talked about how much we love this movie. And apparently he likes it too because he's making character drawings for it, which is great. Right? Love- okay, we have to add House of Wax to our list too. And Clark, Doll talk- has- Clark Doll has to be our guest. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Um, that's how much Clark and I are in sync sometimes. And he said it to us, like, we are so in sync sometimes. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's that, like a he- doll's connection. Yes, and he guessed he guessed our favorite kills for the Leprechaun Three picture. That was crazy. Um, let's go back to Leprechaun Two. He was very uninspired because that was a very uninspiring movie. But he had me sneezing. Mm. Little did he know I'm a very sneezy person, and I sneeze all the time, all day, every day. <laughs> um, I didn't notice that I sneeze all the time until pandemic happened, and now. People look at me oh, like I'm going to yeah. kill them when I sneeze. But nothing has changed. Like, this always happens. So, But he drew me as the sneezy one. And I'm like, how did you know? 
Oh my gosh. How did you know? Uh, yeah, he just he knows. He just knows. That's why he he, that's why he's our boo. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's true. It's true. And though. also David O'Hanlon, our author, knows us so well too. He does. He picks up on all our little nuances of our personality that we don't even realize sometimes. So I know. <laughs> Check out all of David's Babysitter Massacre books. Um, and he is writing a Dolls of Horror novel on us. So there's that too. But until you get the Dolls of Horror novel, check out the Babysitter Massacre books. Definitely. Um... Jamie just found another April Fool's Day movie. I did. It's called April Fools, surprisingly. <laughs> and I know that was I know that wasn't anything. It, it sounds like another kind of revenge movie. A young hottie seduces the class nerd to set him up for a cruel April Fool's joke. Um he's accidentally killed. Revenge ensues a year later. Also kind of similar to I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> April Fool's Day horror movies are just like, okay, what did they do in I Know What You Did Last Summer, which is actually like a 4th of July movie. But <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there's another movie I'm trying to think of. It's not Return to Horror High. It's Slaughter High. Slaughter High, where a prank, prank goes wrong. Is that April Fool's or is that just a random prank? I feel like it is April Fool's. Okay, so there's that one, maybe. Hey, you know what? If it's not, we'll make it an April Fool's Day movie. I'm actually pretty sure it is because I was like racking my brain right. and I'm like, I think one of the high school movies is. First of all, we'll I love it. We'll that, have to double check. I love it. That's all I had to say was not Return to Horror High and you knew exactly what movie Horror I meant. Because <laughs> I remember, I remember, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure that is an April Fool's Day movie, but I might yeah. be wrong, but. Well, we'll have to figure it out because I'm going to call it an April Fool's Day movie because it's about a prank gone wrong. Yeah, it is. And re so. revenge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we got it the counts. theme. We have a theme. All right. But if you know of any others, guys, let us know. Um, and now we have to bring on our wizard master, Jesse. Hey, you kind of stole hey. my thunder earlier. Because uh, oh. uh, you're talking about the, the horror movies set from... Uh, um, April Fool's Day. That I was about to <clears throat> mention Slaughter High a moment before or afterwards. So, so is yeah. that a fact that was an April Fool's prank? Well, let's put it this way. I know it to be an April Fool's Day movie as a result of the Google search for horror movies set in April Fool's Day, and that was one of the results besides the uh, two April Fool's Day and Killer Party movies. That was like the four results that I got. <laughs> so um, so that's the, that's the wealth of knowledge that I have on the subject, but I was like, hey, I did a search, and this is what I have. They're like, oh, right. I found it already. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yep that's okay um, for sure um jesse how you doing i'm doing awesome how are you doing summer better now that you're on with us wow that's mm -hmm. very flattering <laughs> <laughs> no it's always good it's always good to do these and um and yeah the april this april fool's one i just remember doing the uh the original one we did before and uh that one uh send you you definitely had more passion about them um yeah. about that one before this one this one's more it's just, just like it's got that moment from that move yeah. from uh from your uh 
winning line that is yeah. definitely noteworthy. But then after that, it uh, it's just like, eh. it's, it's just that the original, for me at least, has so much sentimental value because I it saw does. it when I was like 10. And I loved it then, and I loved our cast members in it. And I just met Deborah Foreman, and she is lovely, by the way. Yes. Um, not that I would expect anything else. I would have been very disappointed if she was a little jerk, but she wasn't. She was great <laughs> and welcoming and lovely and gave hugs. And she was, she's wonderful. She's a great, great, great gal. Well, you never, um, need, you uh, never need to explain away your guilty pleasures or anything. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm not guilty at all. That's a, that's a fan favorite. I'm not guilty about nothing I like. Yeah. That, everyone loves that movie. Hell, like, yeah. Like, so many people love that movie. It is so popular. Um, right. No, but it, it is a it is a childhood favorite too. So yeah. Yeah, and that's part of the reason why you know doing these episodes are is so much fun because you get to relive a lot of your childhood memories, especially when you're talking about a movie that you hadn't seen in a long time, and then you go right. back and you're like, now I have now I'm watching it with intent and with the yep. desire to take notes, and so you're getting a fresh yep. new perspective, and that's. You know, that's the best part about doing these uh, podcasts, which we do for you listeners out there, which we wouldn't be doing if you didn't exist out there. So thank that's you right. to all of you listeners out there for all of your tremendous support. And just to point out that all of our Dolls of Horror goodness can be found at thedollsofhorror.com, including episodes, interviews, merchandise, and more. You can follow us on the social medias on Facebook and Instagram at the Dolls of Horror and Twitter at just Dolls of Horror. And if you prefer email and want to reach out, say hi, give some feedback, or even some movie suggestions, you you can at the Dolls of Horror at yahoo.com. And if you're willing and able to help to support the show so that it can keep growing, please feel free to check out our Patreon page at the Dolls of Horror, where you can access our entire back catalog, where we have upwards of four or five unaired episodes at any given time. And in addition, you'll get a free Dolls of Horror t-shirt in the style of your choice, which you can check out on our website or simply follow the link in the description. Jesse, I hate to tell you, but you broke up on us. <laughs> Uh, well, on this end, it sounded awesome. So, because <laughs> I thought it was just me, but then I looked up and Jamie was also like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know." We were both we were both like we were like looking at each other and we were both like, "Oh, wait, there he goes." It was just for a moment where you it just robot Jesse and we're for like, a second. Oh. <laughs> "Well, the well, the best part is that the, my That's my end." I was gonna say on my end it sounds great, so it's gonna it's gonna come out. It's gonna sound awesome. Be like, wait, I don't even remember the part where Jesse went robot because that's why he does the live recording. Exactly, <laughs> that's right. That's literally that is, this, we got this. That's literally why I I hate I, I don't want to get into technicals, but basically, um, it's 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 never great whenever I have some kind of malfunction and I lose the live recording. Not not that it happens often, but when it does, it's it's very debilitating for me because. It just messes with the audio. But anyway, mm -hmm. great talk. Great. Thank you for coming to my audio TED Talk and why <laughs> I do what I do and how I do it. Thank you. <laughs> and why you are the wizard master. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Well, Jesse, I mean, thank you for all the work you do for us and and um, just everything. You make me happy. So Aww. love you. We both Same. do. I think hey, well, you a group. Hug I, now. I love you very much. Group, oh, group hug, hug back at you. Yeah. No, I, I'd be lying <laughs> if I said that this isn't something I look forward to every time we do it. So absolutely. Yep. Yes. So the it, best part of my yeah, week, and I'm not even kidding. It's always a highlight for me. Always. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, guys. I mean, I think that's all I have for April Fool's Day 2018. I'm done. Are you done? 
Oh, I actually have a whole other page of notes. Well, bring them on. Just kidding, <laughs> April Fool's Day. Oh, darn. I was getting all excited. Nah. That's all I got to say. I'm done. <laughs> all right. And with that, I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. And you've been listening to the Dolls of Horror. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Happy April Fool's Day. This has been a presentation of the Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the dolls, send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at the Dolls of Horror or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Hitchcock, bitch. But um, anyway, <laughs> my I would have known. And it's, I, you know, I mean, even if you don't like horror or like suspense or whatever, like you should know who that is. Like... I don't really hang out with the crowd who likes to roofie each other for fun. I'm glad that the guy got run over by a van with his face on it. That was kind of fun. You just like vans. Um, yeah, I do. You know, what can I say? Van life. Um, but, uh... <laughs> I called it drive-by slicing. Drive-by slicing, yes. It's on my road list. It was traumatic. The dog is going through grief. Like, and you just, yes. anyway. Yeah. I'm glad that they picked it up. That would have been the first thing that I did. Well, maybe yep. first thing would have been like, ah, you know, what do we do about this? And then pick up the dog. Ah, what do we do about this? I have right. a dog. Um, <laughs> right. So- Hitchcock, bitch.